This is Rocket Wellness Podcast, and I'm Coach Catalano. Each week, we'll take a dive deeper into classroom topics and get real-life experiences and advice from your very own teachers and staff here at Rockville High School. This week, we will be talking about mental health, and specifically, mental health during the current COVID-19 pandemic. Stay tuned to hear what your teachers have to say about how they have coped with their mental health struggles since the coronavirus turned our everyday life upside down. All right, I'm here with Coach Lewis, who's going to talk a little bit about how he's been handling his mental health during the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's go back to March 13th when Rutherford County Schools decided to shut down. What exactly was going through your head and how did you feel about it? Um, so that afternoon we actually had a soccer game and we were out on the field and we were warming up and we got an email and it was like, everybody's got to go home. You can't even play. You can't do anything. Everybody's got to go home right now. And we were on the field in uniform, ready to go. And we worked it out where we were, we were able to play, but it didn't end up like we played, but it was a weird game. It didn't go well. But um, then I remember going home and I was like, I probably need to go to the grocery store because, you know, we we're going to need stuff if we're not allowed to leave the house. So I panicked initially, but then once it settled in, I was like, oh, cool. We're off school for at least two weeks. So <laughs> <laughs> Right. I can definitely relate. Uh, we had actually just gotten to Hendersonville to play in a softball tournament, and I got a phone call from our athletic director athletic director Mr. Crutchfield and he was like um you got to come home right now I was like what are you serious we just got here and then it did work out where we could yeah end up playing our games but like you said it was just very strange yeah it changed it changed the whole vibe of the game it it was very weird and we didn't get a chance to like have you know the home plate meeting Mm -hmm. you didn't shake hands Mm -hmm. and then on the way home yeah Yeah, you initially feel like everybody was like dirty or something you know not like dirty but like just had germs and you're like oh you're really yeah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and the same like all the way home you're like crap i think i need to go (laughs) grab some groceries and water and like i don't know what's gonna happen and when you were on the way home did you pass the grocery uh, like pass the grocery store drive past it um i can't remember if i did i think I don't know if I did, but I know it was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah. I don't think I did, but I did hear from other people. Because it was how like as was. soon as that news hit that the county was closed and everything was shutting down, I feel like because I went home after the soccer game and I passed the grocery store and it was you couldn't even get in the door. Oh, no, so, yeah, it was just yeah. panic. Yeah. It was like a snowstorm times ten. Yeah, <laughs> for yeah. Tennessee, yeah. it was yeah. insane. <laughs> so over one person in the <laughs> <yeah>. county. <laughs> yes. So after the initial shutdown of everything and kind of reality sunk in that we weren't going to get back to normal for Mm -hmm. a while what did what effect did that have on your mental health um well it actually worked out it was kind of strange because when it happened I was standing there talking to the other coaches after the game the other uh, for Riverdale coach Armand and um he was like you know this is a really good opportunity to just build myself up build up my immunity go exercise and everything so I immediately just adopted that mentality and just starting even that so that was friday was that that was a friday right? yes it yeah was so it was friday, friday. Yep. so saturday morning i went running sunday i did something else and like every day after that i just like i was like i'm gonna get in the best shape possible in case i do get this sickness i like my body can deal with it um so i just used it as an opportunity all the time off i just got my body i got in really good shape i feel like or pretty good shape anyway <laughs> um drank started drinking a lot of water i drink at least a gallon a day every day now so 
I don't know. I, I used it. It was a good opportunity to change a mindset, and I had the time to be able to put that into operation, too, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, no, yeah. I feel like our we're aligning with exactly how we dealt with yeah. it because I was the same way, you know, us both being coaches where our schedules are super packed and, yeah. you know, our personal health kind of falls by the wayside. Yeah, for sure. Especially during our season, you're like, oh, you know, like, yeah, can't getting, go work out today. Yeah, yeah, getting routine exercise. Yeah, There's no time for it. No. Yeah. And so, when, yeah, once we went on quarantine, I was sad to lose our season, but like you said, I just kind of, like, focused on myself and yeah. my physical well-being and yeah. made a point to – go out into the garage luckily i'm fortunate enough to have like a garage gym and go out oh, there, there and work go. out every day yeah, and make yeah. sure i was like going on walks and doing stuff like yeah, yeah. so just yeah. being a lot more physically active well i feel like the the media like initially they were like stay inside don't do this don't do that don't do this you know but they never said like exercise you can exercise at home like you don't right. have you don't even have to go outside no you can exercise at home you can take vitamins Yes. You can drink a lot of water. Like, you can do all the good things without being exposed to people. And we never heard this stuff. No, So, But I used, like, I was like, okay, let me take a breath, use a little common sense, and go at this the right way. Yeah. So. Well, I think it started clicking with a lot of people, at least in my neighborhood. It was kind of nice to see mm-hmm. how many people mm-hmm. were outside every single day. I yeah. mean, you would just, I'd go take my dog on a walk, and I would pass, I mean, literally probably 30 or 40 people. Just, yeah outside in their yards playing and are they out for walks or bike yeah. rides so it i think it was in a way if you think about it, it was kind of a good thing and yeah. everybody slowed down a little bit yeah, and yeah. just like appreciate the little things and yeah. just like going outside and yeah reprioritize yes yeah 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 and they say that um the bicycle sales during this time period were like higher than they've ever been since like the 1970s or something so like people getting on bikes and everything i just hope that sticks because you know people will get back in that old routine of being too busy to go do that stuff yeah but we need to stay in the good routines like (laughs) yes i know like uh workout equipment like sold out so fast because i even got on uh rogue.com which is like a a workout company whatever they make workout equipment and Uh i was going to order some extra stuff to have at the house to be able to work out and everything was sold out on back order for literally weeks yeah. things are still on back order yeah. which is crazy and even like outdoor equipment like mm-hmm. tents mm-hmm. and hammocks and all that stuff like all that stuff sold out too which is yeah. awesome i think it's great. yeah it's super good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i just like i said i just hope people stick to it because yeah. you know you can do all that but you if you're gonna do it right it kind of has to be a lifestyle yes. you know what i mean like you've got to make that conscious decision every day yeah so hopefully people do so. yes <laughs> so after we enjoyed the new our new normal over the summer Mm -hmm. and getting back to our simple life right Mm -hmm. um now we're back in school and we have a lot of restrictions a lot Mm -hmm. of protocols Mm -hmm. and everything and it's uh you know we're teaching in person and online Mm -hmm. so how is that affecting um you mentally and emotionally how are you handling it and uh, what are some things you're doing consciously to help yourself get through it Yeah, it's definitely tough. The teaching in a mask is pretty terrible. Um, And everybody, you know, if you're here in person, you know it's terrible to be a student or a teacher in a mask all day long. Um, But I'm just trying to stay conscious of, you know, wash my hands, don't touch my face, uh, keep drinking water. Um, I've been fortunate. I live close enough. I ride my bike to school every day. Um, so I'm fortunate enough I can do that. It seems crazy. I was talking about you the other day, and I said, I'm pretty sure he rides his bike to work yeah. every day. Yeah, so far, um, well, we're in school. We've been here like 13 days, I think. 
yeah, for inter- teachers. Yeah, 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 for yeah. teachers. Yeah, thirteen yeah. days. So, and I'm thirteen for thirteen. So, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten hit yet. So, um, I've just been trying to incorporate that because I knew I was like, man, as soon as we go back to school, all this stuff, I was going to fall by the wayside. I'm going to get sucked into work. And I was like, what is something I can yeah. do? And I was like, well. It's going to be scary, but I can ride my bike every day. And it is scary, but it's actually, it's been pretty awesome because I get, I get here and I'm like, I've decompressed because I've done something physical in the morning without having to, you know, get up at 4.30 and work out or something. My workout is my commute. So, but like, I don't know, as far as like dealing with the stress, it's just because, you know, you can't let your mind wander down that hole too much. So just try to focus on each present moment try to be here for the kids, you know, just like, because if I'm constantly worrying, my mind is not where it should be. And where it should be is right here, right now, you know, just trying to take it in as it comes. Because we're not going to be able to change anything. Exactly. We just got to deal with it. So. Yeah. You know, talking with my students in class and we're talking about mental health and, and stuff. And like one of the things I talk about is like being flexible. You mm-hmm. have to be flexible and especially more so this year than mm-hmm. any other year because mm-hmm. I'm things are changing they, they're changing yep. hour to hour you yeah know, literally and, yeah. Yeah, yeah i mean we could get a call at any moment and yeah. kids could be pulled out of class for yeah. quarantine or yeah. we could be pulled out for quarantine and, right or we could just be completely shut down and everyone's distance learning so, yeah. so yeah. we're just gonna all gonna have to be flexible and be able to adapt and just yeah. keep keep on trucking but yeah you now i'm right there with you about like just focusing on the present yeah you know i try not to think too far into the future yeah. of like what you know what's next month going to look like or right. what next year going to look like like right. we just got to focus yeah. on yeah and right i've been now. trying to think about it like um you know previously people would get sick you know people would get the flu or whatever and i know coronaviruses may it could be more deadly it may be less deadly you know we don't really know but either way we didn't know before and we didn't let that affect our mindset too much you know i wouldn't I never knew what flu numbers were but i would continue to just be myself and be normal and try my best to be happy and so I'm just trying to operate with that same thing, just with a mask on and using Germex a thousand times a day. So. <laughs> right. Same. I'm like, I touch something, I'm like, oop, Germex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's super weird, but it is what it is. So. All right. Well, I definitely think you have some great advice in there for our students. Um, but clo- in closing, what would you, if you could give them one piece of advice um, to hold on to for the rest of the year, what would it be? One piece of advice. Um, hmm. Just if you find something that works for you and makes you happy, just stay consistent with it. Like, and that's, you know, if you work out, it's showing up every day. Like, even if it sucks, if it's raining, if you don't feel like it, you're tired, you got to do it either way. Just show up every day. And that goes for everything. Like, if you're trying to do better in class and you hate the teacher or something, you still got to show up every day. You got to do your best. <laughs> because, I mean, it, because you, you just have to be honest with yourself and your goals. Like, because if you're not going to be honest with yourself, you're not going to do anything with it. So I, I don't know. And that's kind of why, it's like, I know the bike riding thing. I don't want to keep going back to that. But, like, I just look at myself every day, and I'm like, I know I can do it. It's not that bad outside. It's not that hot. It's going to be okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that. All right, y'all, that's Mr. Lewis or Coach Lewis. He helps with the boy soccer. Boy soccer. Boy soccer. Coach Matike. Um, you'll see him with Coach Matike, and yep. you teach. What do you teach? U.S. history and contemporary issues this year, too. Nice. So, and yeah. what is your room number? 526. And please, if you ever need anything, come see me because I'm down to talk about pretty much anything. So.
Ms. Freeman, what do you teach and where is your room located? Uh, I teach senior English, uh, so English 4 as well as AP Literature. I'm halfway down the yellow hallway, the 100 hallway. Um, I'm in room 117. Nice. So we were kind of talking a little bit before and you were explaining how you've had mental health struggles in the past and you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so um, it all started back about middle school. Um, my mom was diagnosed with cancer, um, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, stage four. So that was an extremely um, traumatic, I guess. Would yeah, be. <laughs> absolutely. No, um, yeah. And um, before that, a little bit too, even, I guess, um, my parents got divorced. So lots of turbulence in the home um, and lots of issues kind of came about through those situations. Um, I had to become a parent very quickly to my younger sister. Uh, and so starting from about uh, seventh grade uh, through high school, there were lots of issues with I was acting out and that was completely out of character for me. Mm -hmm. I was having tons of anxiety issues. Um, I was a student who cared about work. I cared about school. I cared about my grades. Mm -hmm. I wanted to please my teachers <laughs> and I was suddenly having like violent outbursts in the classroom uh, when I got a grade back that was not, uh, I felt up to par and or if students were doing things in the classroom that I felt like they shouldn't be doing rather than you know being able to internalize those feelings right. and frustrations it was just violently coming out of me and um, I had a teacher take an interest in me my high school English teacher which is that why you teach English why, yes <laughs> probably why I'm here that's awesome and um, she kind of started sending me to guidance and she started asking questions uh, and when she could tell I was getting overwhelmed, she she would send me home with these assignments that I initially felt like were just extra work. She would give me these, you know, book studies, and she would tell me to take this home, read it, and write me an essay about what you thought about it. And you're like, it. what the yes, heck? Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm being punished for, you know, having these outbursts and, you know, having to do this extra work, even though I loved school. Uh, and I started talking uh, with her about some more things, developing a really great relationship, and led into me starting to see a psychologist and starting to have some talk therapy counseling. And uh, very quickly, I was diagnosed with um, generalized anxiety disorder mm -hmm. and it was a very outward expression rather than inward expression of anxiety and um, most likely due to uh, traumatic stressors so mm -hmm. a very mild form of PTSD was what she said and then um, as I kind of grew older and I was able to manage the anxiety and I was able to manage my behaviors and stressors and triggers and things like that um, as an adult, and especially into college, that's when I was diagnosed with uh, OCPD, which is Obsessive Compulsive Personality Disorder. Okay. Yeah. So um, it's not like I was telling you before, it's not ritualistic. I don't have to, you know, count my steps or turn things, you know, a certain number of times before I can walk through a door. Um, but it's more so 
I have to have extreme control over my surroundings. And when I don't have that control, I jump to a 10 as opposed to sitting around like a six. Okay. So what are some things that you do now to kind of manage your OCPD? Um, So one of the big things is having people around you that understand. And Mm -hmm. um, thankfully, my husband is wonderful in his family. Uh, I had to create a lot of distance between my family due to a lot of those kinds of issues. Mm -hmm. And so I was on my own for a while, which... I thought was wonderful because I could just control myself and (laughs) I could do what I wanted and how I felt like things needed to be done. I created an extreme sense of independence. Mm -hmm. Uh, But since kind of being able to choose my family and having those people, I've learned that having a support system when I get to instances in which I can't control because I can't control things. I can't control things here at school, especially right now. Um, And so having those things learning to take a moment for me. I need to step back from something that I'm doing. I will sometimes turn on music. I love music. I'm a big music person. Mm-hmm. Um, just some good self-care. And I like to continue with talk therapy too. I need someone outside of my bubble right. that I can tell things to. And they look at it unbiased. They listen to me. And sometimes they talk me off the ledge when I'm acting crazy. Yeah, you know, and I was actually talking with my classes this week about always having someone that you can go to and talk to. You know, we all have different coping mechanisms, but everyone needs someone they can talk to, whether it's a friend or a parent or a teacher, coach, anyone that will just listen and and not be judgmental and just, you know, unless you want advice, you know, they'll give you advice if you ask for it, but mostly that they're just going to listen to you and just kind of let you vent and hopefully work through it on your own but that's awesome so with your mental health struggles in the past and with this current COVID-19 pandemic (laughs) how have you been handling that um at first I loved it I well let me not let me not say (laughs) that actually (laughs) at first so when we got out in March I thought man three-week spring break I could do I genuinely thought I knew I knew it wasn't going to be a week but I thought you know well the consensus seems with you're the third teacher I've interviewed and the consensus seems everyone was excited at first yes it was just you know we we opened a brand new school yes we did so much all the time and it was fabulous and we were just giving so much of ourselves to create the best atmosphere and best school culture possible for these students and, you know, really bring them in. (laughs) It's a little draining. (laughs) A a little more than a little. Yes. (laughs) Um, And I will just, that's one of my issues is I will give of myself until there's nothing left. And so I I thought, you know, this is a forced, like, three-week vacation. Mm -hmm. I probably need to take it and take advantage of it and, and use it. And so at first I was really excited. And then I think it was like two days before technically spring break was supposed to start. Mm-hmm. And I started freaking out. Not about me, not about the virus. I had this feeling that we were not coming back this year. And I started panicking for my students. Mm-hmm. Um, I was one of the kids in school. I was on free and reduced lunch. Um, there were times where teachers snuck me food or teachers I shouldn't say snuck they like 
I will gladly hand any child a Absolutely. you know granola yes. bar. But in classroom. your mind as a yes, student, you're yes, thinking exactly. that my teacher is sneaking me food. Right. <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't able to afford a yearbook my senior year, mm-hmm. and um, my senior English teacher, she, well, she technically, she was my English teacher freshman year and junior year. My sophomore year, I took driver's ed, and I asked her to be my study hall, <laughs> and then senior year, I was a teacher's aide for her, so I found a way to have her every year. Um, she bought my yearbook that year, oh. um, and just, it kind of landed on her desk for me with a note on it one day. Um, and I started thinking about those kids, those kids that we take care of because we don't know right. if if they're being taken mm-hmm. care of. And I, I started panicking. I, I can't lay eyes on them. I can't see if they're okay. And any kid at any point in time could be put into that kind of situation where mm-hmm. they just need to know that someone's looking out for them. And so... Um, I started kind of panicking and and then seeing all of the the programs and the reach out that was being put in place that kind of helped and then I kind of just went into this weird almost like stasis mode where I just was existing Mm -hmm. and I have a, a sign over my desk I have a couple of posters over my desk and one of them says do more than exist I love that. <laughs> and I like I was falling into that. I just I was sitting on the couch watching TV. I would do a puzzle every now and again. Um and I just I kind of lost a sense of who I was for a little bit and I started obviously we all did became kind of isolated and mm-hmm. other than my husband whom I love very much but he was there all the time and I was used to it not just being the two of us and and our dog right um and so there was just a funk that kind of enveloped me and my home and Mm -hmm. I started going to the grocery store ridiculous amount of times just to start getting out of my house yeah and, and be elsewhere and this built up like energy and anxiety trying to push it out so I actually became a ship shopper. Oh, okay. Over the summer. Good. Nice. Little yeah. side hustle. I like it. I mean, I was like, well, I'm going to the grocery store enough. Like, I might as well help people and deliver things for them. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of gave me a little more of a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. I was able to get out and do something, and it never hurts to make extra money on Absolutely the side. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So that got you through the... I guess like the middle of the yes. the pandemic, and I hope that we're at the tail end of it. Who knows where Fingers we are? <laughs> um, so now that we're back in school and we have all these restrictions and protocols mm-hmm. that we have to do on a daily basis, plus split ourselves in like a million different categories Absolutely. with yep. being an online teacher, in person teacher, you know, nurse, you know, <laughs> right? <laughs> first responder, first responders, yep. crisis team. <laughs> All these extra mm-hmm. things that we're doing, how are you coping with all of that stress and anxiety? Um, so I actually started to have my first anxiety attack in two years. Um, I think it was Monday night. It was that first day of being in school. And again, I'm a person that needs a lot of control. And the majority of this is completely outside of my control. Yes. And... Um, it was just very overwhelming all at once. 
and I had this great and you know vision of the way that I was going to make school work and I was going to have this excellent you know plan so that I was prepared for all options mm-hmm. and I mean day one it it was just very clear that that wasn't going to work but I had the structure built in so what was I going to do with it now right um, and not that it you know it won't work it'll just take tweaking and figuring things out and once students and parents whether they're at home or here at school figuring out um, what's going to work for them in the way that this kind of new school almost works Mm -hmm. it'll get there but Monday I just I felt so overwhelmed Um, it's really hard right now I feel like to be a teacher to the public yes Um, there's a lot of negativity about teachers yes and there was that you know beautiful period of time at the beginning of this pandemic where people we were heroes yes people would get on twitter and say (laughs) things like let's pay them millions of dollars and you know i i can't i don't see how you deal with this um and now it's we're lazy and we don't want to work and Uh you know it's it's hard i love what i do and i feel like what we do has so much purpose beyond teaching standards and you know, giving these kids the education to pass the test at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. And I just, I felt so overwhelmed and negativity on top of it that um, I did, I I was up until like 2 a.m. trying to maintain my breathing, (laughs) like sitting on the couch trying to maintain my breathing. Um, I've been staying, it's messed with my sleep schedule too. I'm kind of a grandma. I go to bed <laughs> between like nine and 10 every night because I wake up early. I'm here early. I give like 110% of myself, so I need sleep. Mm-hmm. But um, I have on average stayed up till about midnight or one o'clock just working on things, responding to emails. I emailed someone back, uh, a parent at like 11 something last night. And I said, I hope you have a good night. And I was like, they're probably asleep and we'll asleep. read this yep, in I the morning. Know. I know. I know for me, like, I, I swear I've sent, I've sent more emails in the past oh three days yes. than, I've sp- than I've sent in the past three years. It's insane. And, and I know everyone is, you know, trying to figure out this new normal. Mm-hmm. And like you said, this new school um, procedures and things. And so everyone's got a million questions. And, you know, now we're also tech coaches tech gurus and I'm like I don't I'm not really sure why this isn't working for you but I'm gonna do my best to figure it out and so I'm like calling Miss Elliot who's fantastic and she gets back with me so fast I'm like like, praise Miss Elliot help me and then Miss Purvis with kiddo I'm like okay this is happening what can I do to tell them to hopefully fix it right so they've all been great I don't know what we would have done without either one of them (laughs) this year because they've been definitely a good um, resource for us and just so willing you know and whenever they're able and willing they just come and I love it (laughs) yeah I need it (laughs) yeah so with all with your mind kind of in overdrive like thinking about everything at night and Mm -hmm. especially when you're idle I feel like it's always when it's worse absolutely so what's what's one thing that you try to do to kind of help with that um so I was talking with my students yesterday um uh about binge watching and Netflix and you know Mm -hmm. because we all watch something um, (laughs) and I which seems crazy, but I started back up watching Criminal Minds and I keep yeah. it on in the background um, when I work. And like 
that show it should be anxiety inducing but for me I'm like oh I can get lost and watch this thing about serial killers yes. and <laughs> I feel like I'm the same way I have to have background noise yes and like at home I you know I have an office that I could work in but I feel like closed in in there right. so I like to be like in the kitchen or out in the living room right. with some sort of crime show on in yes. the background yep. that I'm like somewhat paying attention to but also working because if it's quiet I still I feel yes, like you it, just start, thinking. start thinking about everything well yes. last night I was trying to work on something for Friday and get it typed up and I, I had Criminal Minds playing and I just started watching I've seen the shows a million times mm-hmm. I'd seen you know this particular episode a million times but I just started watching it and like Two or three episodes later, it I, I was just watching it. I had not touched my computer. And initially I was like, oh, come on, Chelsea. Like, you know, you, you got to work. You got to get this done so we can go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, you know what? I needed that. Like, if I just stopped and I needed to watch three hours of a show. Right. Not that it's, you know, the healthiest <laughs> thing to do. But I, I clearly needed my brain to kind of shut off for a little yeah. bit. Um, and so one of the things that's kind of been... Um, my motto or mantra the last couple of weeks, honestly, is um, just I got to give myself some grace. Mm -hmm. And um, so kind of in those moments where I catch myself kind of straying from needing to get my to-do list done, um, I'm able to kind of tell myself, just give yourself some grace. It's okay. Clearly you needed it. And um, I'm an over communicator. I talk a lot and I talk through my feelings and my thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I talk to myself. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, I've been somewhat doing the same thing. Like I'll start to feel overwhelmed and I'm like, well, you know what? I'm doing the best I can. This is all new for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just new for students and parents, it's new for teachers, it's new for administrators and, you know, all the way up to central office. Like this right. is all new for yeah. us. So we're all figuring it out as we go. and. At the end of the day, we're literally doing the best we can. And as time passes, things will get a little easier. It'll be more of a routine and it'll settle in. Um, It's just getting through these first few weeks. That's what's been the biggest struggle. But we're going to get there. Absolutely. So we're teachers. That's what we do. (laughs) Yep, that's what we do. We adapt and overcome, right? And we get there. So in closing, if you had to give your students or the students here at Rockville um, some advice on how to handle um, their possible anxiety that they're Mm -hmm. feeling right now with this new normal, um, what would it be? Um, I would say two things. Number one, give yourself some you time. No matter what that is, whether that's, you know, you shutting yourself in a room or Um, you turning on some music or a a show or you know working out or whatever it is Mm -hmm. do do something for yourself that is you know maybe not school related or not Um, these different things that were suddenly you know piling onto our plates very quickly after Mm -hmm. not you know having a ton of potentially responsibilities or or things that we're having to do the last five or six months right Um, but then also find someone. Find someone that you can trust, someone that you can talk to, someone who, as you were saying, will listen and will offer advice if you need it. But if you just say, hey, I just need to talk. I just need to say this and get it off my chest before I blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just need you to listen. And it's okay to look at someone and say, can you just listen? Um, 
I have to tell my husband that he's, you know, a fixer. He's, he <laughs> likes to fix things. Yes. Um, and sometimes I'll have to look at him and say, I really, I just need to yell about my day. Right. At you, like <laughs> to you, um, and you to just be okay with it. Yes. Yeah. Just sit there and nod. Exactly. And, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And like, so that's, that's kind of the biggest thing. If you can't find someone, start developing connections and reaching out to people and and you'll find someone I'm sure plenty of your teachers would love to be a sounding board yes take note students that is an excellent excellent piece of advice so I just want to say thank you to Miss Freeman again for having me what is your room number I'm room 117 and I will be a sounding board absolutely so if you (laughs) need someone to talk to Miss Freeman is always there always This concludes part one of the teachers and their mental health versus the COVID-19 pandemic episode. After listening, what are some ideas that you took away from Coach Lewis and Ms. Freeman's interviews? Did what they have to say change your perception of teachers? For my in-person students, we will discuss this in class. And for my online students, be sure to submit your responses on your Microsoft form. The part two of this episode will be posted next week. So I'll catch you right here on the Rocket Wellness Podcast with more interviews with your teachers. See you next time, Rockets.